Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. In this bulletin, both major parties condemning a Nazi video sent to Lydia Thorpe hope that a surge in flu vaccinations could save hundreds of lives a year. And in sports, sanctions announced for three members of Lords after an infamous Ashes Test confrontation. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brock. Both sides of politics have continued to condemn a video sent to Indigenous Senator Lydia Thorpe that shows a man reciting extremist statements, burning a First Nations flag and making the Nazi salute. It remains unclear if the video was directly related to the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum on October 14, but Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill says she's very worried about an apparent increase in far-right extremism and racist hatred, especially ahead of the vote. Opposition spokesperson Susan Lee has told Channel 7 that threatening people has no place in the referendum debate. I do hope that the AFP and ASIO track down this grub and lock him up because while I don't agree with everything Lydia says, she is, as well as being an activist, a person. She's an Australian and she does express her opinion, sometimes to provoke a response. But this sort of behaviour is not on. It's not on at all. Australia's education ministers have been briefed on a possible independent body to oversee student safety amid shocking allegations of widespread sexual assault. The ministers have met in Hobart to talk over child safety with a renewed focus on the education sector after universities were slammed for their handling of sexual assault complaints. Australian Federal Police and the Australian Children's Education and Care Quality Authority have also briefed ministers about an investigation into an alleged offender raping almost 100 children in childcare centres over 15 years. Federal Education Minister Jason Clare says that any standalone body needs to have the power to act, but no date has been set for its implementation as it could need legislation. A new report suggests an increase in the number of flu vaccinations could save 500 lives and around $500 million in New South Wales each year. The report from the state's Productivity Commissioner, Peter Achterstracht, says the savings could be achieved by vaccinating up to 2 million additional people aged under 65 annually. He says the annual economic benefits include avoiding millions of lost work hours and thousands of flu-related hospitalisations and GP consultations. New South Wales had a severe flu season last year with an estimated 116,000 influenza cases reported, while this year's flu season has also been relatively severe with more than 85,000 cases reported to date. Migrant communities are being urged to avoid misinformation on the Indigenous voice to Parliament, with early voting underway and Australians officially going to the polls on October 14. Over the past three months, the Ethnic Communities Council of Victoria has been working with the Yes 23 campaign and Multicultural Australia to share information in language. Eva Hussain came to Australia as a refugee in 1986 and now works as the Director of Growth and Relationships at Pol 
Oleron, a language services provider. She says they have also been working to keep migrant communities informed. So with uh, an organisation called Life Without Barriers, who have funded the project, we um, translated uh, a number of accessible resources, um, so that's videos, social media tiles, and fact sheets into 53 different languages. That included Auslan and Aboriginal languages as well. Indigenous elders say the return of the remains of 18 ancestors from a British museum this week will pave the way for more repatriations and healing. To date, more than a 1,000 ancestors have been returned to Australia, but advocates continue to negotiate to bring more back to their land of origin. Elder Mark says it's important to communities to have the ancestral remains returned. He says other institutions who still have their ancestors stored in museums can help with their healing journey. We want to build on relationships with everybody so that it seems to be that it's okay to do what they're doing and that is to help us to heal, help us to be strengthened by the return of our ancestors. To sport and the Marylebone Cricket Club in London has completed its investigation into an infamous pavilion confrontation in July, which saw Australian players being yelled at and labelled cheats after the controversial stumping of Johnny Burstow on a dramatic final day of the Ashes Test. The MCC has not disclosed the detail of their findings or identified particular members, but they say one member has been expelled and two others handed lengthy suspensions as punishment for breaching the club's code of conduct. I'm Deborah Grok, this is SBS News.